With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is funny, right? I told you. I told you. So uh, today is uh, Monday, December 11th, 2017. It is a little after 7 o'clock, and this is the first of uh, I don't know how many sessions going to be between uh, me and Katie Dempsey because um, uh, I, I, I just adore you, and I'm so happy you get ready to do team next in uh, next quarter, you know, in February. Yeah. Um, and I got your back the whole two – listen, if you you want me talking to you for two years on team, you want to talk about team stuff, you can call me You can call me for as long as you want team. I don't care. That sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had at least one person that I coached for his entire two years from the beginning to the end. And then I've had a few folks that I've coached like for the year or especially in their uh, quarters where they really needed it the most. So I got your back. You just, you, the only thing that's going to stop you from having me call, coach you is you stop calling me. That's it. Never. <laughs> okay. So I'll just let you know that up front. Um, so today, um, oh, before we, I go into what we're going to talk about today, I wanted to share with you Talk Shoes uh, mindset. Well, how they come up with that name. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 59 years old. I look a lot younger than I really am, but I got a daughter who's 30 and a daughter who's 35, so you'd fit right in the middle of them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. And um, uh, in the 70s, late in the 60s and 70s, there was a show called uh, uh, Get Smart. This guy, Maxwell Smart, he was aging 99, and, and uh, like, he was like, it was a comedic spoof on James Bond. Okay. And... Um, uh, he was like a dumb James Bond. Anyhow, um, he used to talk. You know, but this was back in the days before there was even before cell phones was even a concept. I thought that they was imitating um, Get Smart's t- shoe because he used the shoe with a telephone with an antenna on it as a spy. Okay. He was only got a planet right where he could talk through his shoe and whatnot. Right. So I thought that's what they were calling this thing, talk shoe. And I was laughing because I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty ingenious. But that's not but that's not why they came up with the talk shoe thing. They was actually okay. you ever heard you ever heard of this guy named Ed Sullivan? Yes. Yeah. Ed Sullivan, he used to talk. He'd say, Today we got a really big shoe and that's how come they changed they 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 call this thing talk shoe. They're imitating Ed Sullivan. Oh my god. Ed Sullivan's still alive, damn it. <laughs> okay. Thanks for letting me share. You're welcome. Um, um, <laughs> so uh, today we're going to start uh, off by helping you understand men because that's going to make a big difference. In addition to qualifying them, you still need to understand them because even after you've qualified the right guy, you still need to be able to talk his language, have him talk yours or understand yours, you know, um, understand who you're dealing with so that you don't get twisted when y'all are in a situation that he thinks one way and you think another. Right. That drives women a thousand times crazier than it drives men. Mm-hmm. We're just saying again. Like, I still imagine, like, well, I did tell you, ask you to do that. 
Why did you right. ask me to do that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and we say that say, hey, hey, you wanna do this? And you say, Yeah, and then we don't we like oh, I guess I'm gonna have to do it myself and then we go about our business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't do that? Okay, hey. You know, it might be something that damaged the relationship. You know, you didn't pay the mortgage. That could be an argument. But generally speaking, for us, on a scale of 1 to 10, not understanding women is like a 7 or an 8. For women, it's about a 7 or 800. <laughs> oh. And um, there's one other thing I was going to add, Ed, before we uh, go forward. Um, you know, there's a saying. Uh, people um, love sausage, but if they ever saw how it was made, they would never eat it again. Right. <laughs> right. So, so what works for for men thinking and acting the way they do works for women. But if y'all ever actually really understood, you know, our thinking behind it, a lot of times you'd be like, I never want to talk to a man ever again. You know, like that. <laughs> Particularly when it comes to like the pickup artist community. The things that guys right. do to pick up a woman works. Oh, my God. But if you do what he was thinking in order to get it done, you'll be so pissed off. You'll be like, you lose your mind, right? But the yeah, problem is, me. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just, you just try to use me, whatever. I'm like, what, what, the, what the issue is is that if a guy can see what you need, what's going to have you triggered, mm-hmm. you know, if he uses it for, for good, it doesn't matter. If you use it for evil, it matters completely. Right. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times y'all can't see what you need. That's one of the reasons why you you, you want us so much because you're hoping we can, you, we can see what you need when you can't see what you need. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen a, uh, yeah. a meme, and it was with um, the characters of a notebook. And he kept, like, saying to her, what do you want? And it was, I don't know. <laughs> and they kept, like, going over and over, like, what do you want? But it was to be, like, when you ask your girlfriend what she wants to have for dinner. Right. It's not that simple. I don't know. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's a, there's a meme I got on my phone. I'm going to actually even look for it, man. It's funny. It's like um, this picture is women, you know, looking like she's, like, cheering for something, right? She says, uh, okay. who, who, who are we? Women, what do we want? I don't know. When do we want it? Now! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that before, too, I think. What are we supposed to do with that? Come on now. Jesus Christ. No matter what you do, you're wrong. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) At another point, I'm going to cover something called the the top 20 differences, not the top 20, the top 10 distinctions between um, mature and immature men and women. So I've got a top Mm -hmm. 10 list of of mature men that's actually in qualifying men, the book. But I also okay. have a top ten list of of immature indications of women being immature. But I, I'm gonna have to right. do that as a talk. I'm not writing that nowhere because okay. I, I don't want to scare the hell out of women already. And already. <laughs> what do you mean? My um my top um uh most annoying for men. The most annoying mm-hmm. thing about women. The second most annoying thing about women is is hitting us with your emotional out, outburst. <laughs> Throwing up <laughs> all your emotions on it. That's the second worst thing. And then five seconds later, I'm sorry, baby. I didn't yeah. mean that. Uh huh. Yeah, but by that time, <laughs> our heart is broken, and we know we can't let you see what's going on with us because you're just going <laughs> to kill us the next time, right? But the, the, the second biggest thing is what my what a friend of mine recently told me about two months ago. He came up with this new term. This new term. The term is okay. I'm the term is I'm Cinderella, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, they're supposed to do for me, take care of me, be my main sign and my prince and all of that stuff. What the fuck wrong with you? I deserve that. It's it's Damn. it's a, yeah yeah it, it, we have to be on the receiving end of that and the, the women's doing it they don't even realize they're doing it it's just yeah white. you know what I mean if they could actually see themselves doing it they they'd run away with embarrassment but in the meantime we got to deal with it and then we can't even say yeah, no yeah right because they still Cinderella <laughs> <laughs> it remind me of um, uh, Eddie Murphy when he was on a Saturday Night Live uh, before he you know blew up all the way he had a, a character called Gumby. I'm Gumby, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's a more poisonous, uh, real live version of I'm Gumby, damn it! Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that's part of the like, I'm top Cinderella. Yeah, I'm Cinderella, motherfucker. <laughs> you, gotta the, you gotta put the curse word on the back of it because this is just a more power. My shit. bad. More. Hold on. More. Uh, I'm Cinderella, motherfucker. Right. What, what the fuck are you doing? You ever you ever heard of uh, Rick? You ever heard uh, this the term? I'm Rick James, bitch. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> like, same, same thing. Rick James, bitch. Yeah, right. Same thing, same thing. So, all right. So, thanks to you now for letting me get all that out of the way. The context for this, for what's going to happen. I don't know how long it's going to take. There's 20 okay. differences. I'm going to be talking back and forth. We're going to do an hour, hour 15 minutes. I, I go to like 8:15 because it's 7:20 right now. But um. Okay. You know, other than that, we stop, and then, you know, we'll go to the next one. But I don't, I don't want to move off of whatever section we're on until you got it. So okay. I'm, more committed, I'm more committed to you getting it so you can see it, feel it, experience it, than I am looking at the clock. we got three months. Okay. Right? So. Yep. <laughs> All right. So um, let's see here. Um, what we're about to go through, oh, by the way, part of it is going to be reading, part of it is going to be explaining, part of it is going to be asking questions. So I already got okay. it written out, and, you know, it's more that you know that. So, all right. <clears throat> so uh, uh, let's see here. What we're going to do is ex- actually examine how men think and why they do the things they do. Okay. Uh, we're going to go through the top 20 differences between men and women. These differences are extensive. They're also extremely transformative. Here's why. Number one, you're not going to be able to see men the same ever again. You won't even be able to look at them the same ever again. The difference between seeing them, difference between seeing them and looking at them is the difference between using your eyes, and uh, which is looking, and mm-hmm. using your mental filters is just seeing. You'll be okay. altered in both ways and more. Number two, you learn more about yourself by virtue of learning about men because every time you learn something new about men, you find yourself saying, that's not me, it'll help you see yourself more clearly. Okay. We often, we often learn who we are by seeing things that are not who we are. So in other words, most of the time, human beings get annoyed when we see things, people act that's different from us. You're not like me. Mm-hmm. And we make it wrong instead of, how come you're like that? And mm-hmm. what can I do to take advantage of it? Uh. Right? So you remember right. in the Access of Power, they have the, they have the exercise with the cup, right? Did they have the exercise with the cup? I, mean, I know they upgraded the program, but... No, they got somebody I don't remember. Oh, okay. So they used to, <laughs> they okay. used to do this exercise where they would have the course need to come up and say, all right, I want, somebody, I want somebody to come up, two people to come up, and I want you to describe this cup. 
And oh, they would describe um, the cup. No, they they definitely did that. I was thinking okay. it's hard to say. They did that. They no, did yeah, that, no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Take a look at this cup. One cup has one side has the handle as a, uh, the handle, and the other side doesn't. And they're making each other wrong because they don't handle on my side. What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah, I can't right. see the handle. You're stupid. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. So rather than getting annoyed by the fact that men are different, look at it like they're a cup and see where if they why why you can't see the handle and where's the handle. Right. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I know it's a huge part of humanity's problem is that we get annoyed when people are not like us. Oh, like yeah. Us, you know, it's unreal. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you, I'm telling you, you're not allowed to do that because <laughs> all you're going to do is make yourself miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I go home every time and my parents, we do not see eye to eye, but we love each other. You know what? We just accept each other for right. believing what we believe in, Right. Right. Great. Number three, you'll appreciate yourself so much more because you understand why men love women, why men <laughs> do things for women, your value to yourself and to men. You know learn that. Mm-hmm. Number four, you'll experience a greater degree of peace, safety, and security because the more you internalize this material, the more you'll begin running out of things to worry about in almost every area okay. of your life. As a result of the level of certainty you'll gain in continuing education into the mind and heart of men. In other words, I want this to be the beginning of your permanent journey in understanding them. Okay. So martial artists, they don't stop just because they got a black belt. Right, yeah. They try to get the next level black belt, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's what I'm saying for you. Did you say you do martial arts right away? Did I remember that correctly, or was I making that up? No, I was a competitive gymnast growing up, though. Oh, okay, okay. I smell something athletic about you. Okay, got it. Yeah, oh, in track and field in college, and I still play football and volleyball. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not, it's the wrong sport, but still, I got it. (laughs) You got it, you did. I got it, yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, number five. Athletic, definitely. Excuse me? That's an athletic, definitely. Yeah, yeah, totally got that. Yeah, yeah. Number five, your relationships will go so much more smoothly because you won't be driving yourself crazy what your man is thinking. You'll have a really good idea of what's going on with him and why most of the time. Mm-hmm. Six, last but not least, you'll know both how to make your man happy and how to show him how to make you happy without making him wrong or giving him a hard time. Okay. So, by the way, I'm going to give you this, this, this notes after we finish all of them. I'm not going to give it to you piece by piece. I'm going to give it to you all the okay. time. Okay. So, uh, that's great. Yeah, because I don't want you to be, like, trying to figure it out and keep up. And you know, It's already going to be challenging as it is. So, um, With that, there's just one more thing to go over before we begin. How to get the most out of this section. Okay. So try it all on. What I mean is to trust what's being said as gospel until the section is complete. I don't say it to make you do anything. I recommend it because one of the most challenging things that happen during the learning process, particularly for grown-ups, is, mm-hmm. the tendency to, is the tendency to decide whether one agrees or believes with something. And if the answer is no, anything else I said afterwards gets thrown away. It brains okay. us down, and they cannot learn what's needed 
get the most out of the information being offered. So if this speaks to you or you've experienced yourself doing that from time to time, put those tendencies aside around mm-hmm. agreeing or disagreeing until you finish this chapter. Okay. Okay. Because um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to say something. You're going to be like, huh? And I'm like, just, just try it on, and then I'll say something tomorrow, or you'll hear something tomorrow that, oh, okay, okay. But ah, if you don't do that, yeah. right, right, right. But if you don't give yourself permission to, to, to consider it accurate, Okay. Consider it true. You'll miss you'll miss the epiphanies because you'll be like, ah. and and there's a saying that I I my I continuously keep in mind when I'm dealing with people, which is, in the absence of that which you are not, no no oh that's a different one no, um, um, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. So if you have a disagreement in the um um. Okay. Um, damn, I got like three of them four in my head at the same time. Um, <laughs> a man, a man or a woman, right? A person convinced okay. against their will is of the same opinion still. Okay. So I try to. So that's that's some people, you know, uh, hold on to their prejudice. They'll hold on to their rightness because until you can dissolve every piece of evidence that proves their right. They're going to still think you're right, they're right, and screw you what you say. It stops oh them God, from learning. Like, yeah, it's like no other. Yeah. Right. Do you, do so you dissolve all of it? Or they have life experience that they can't deny? Oh, they're my going God. To what they're going to believe. Right. This is my father, too. It's key. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? You know what's also possible? This might actually help you understand your dad's questions. You might be able to start softening them up, maybe. I'm not yeah. quite sure. Maybe. I mean, I am his little girl. I'm his only girl, so mm. he's already pretty soft to me. But I think, I think I'm actually excited now to possibly understand him more because he and I, oh my God, we don't agree on just about anything. <laughs> he stopped. That's because he stopped. He stopped learning once he got out of high school. Right, yeah. Well, he, I don't even know if he paid attention in high school at this point. Um, yeah, well, and then, there's a reason for that. You want to hear it? What was that? You, I said, there's a reason for that. You want to hear it? Sure. Okay. The reason why people really have a hard time with, with learning or wanting to learn something after school is because they hated school. It's because the teachers acted a certain way. The teacher didn't tell you how to do stuff. The teacher didn't help you internalize the stuff. The teacher made you remember it so that you could pass the test. And that was the best thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing they would do. So my dad was very with, hands-on, and he at one point he was uh, undiagnosed dyslexic. So they didn't know he was dyslexic. Um, oh, say, say it again. Because you start you're, uh, you're you're sounding scattered like you're breaking up. Say it again. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you're in a bad section. I didn't hear one word. Uh, I was trying. Are you? <laughs> um, hello? Yeah, okay, I heard hello. Is that better? Oh, yeah, actually it is. Okay. I was literally, it was like a step over, and that's so weird. Okay. Um. All right, so um, my dad was actually um, told when he was in school that, like, his, one of his teachers actually told him he was stupid. 
and Ooh. it turned out he was undiagnosed dyslexic. Mm. Um, and they didn't really know too much about that at the time. And so he basically right. just like gave up on them right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's the deal. That's, that's the issue. Okay, good. Now, the more you hear about this, the more you're going to have compassion for your dad. Okay. Because, yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. I just warned you. you know, you'll, you'll get it. Yeah. You can use your dad and, and any of the relationships you had in the past. Um, I also invite you to consider how to use this when you're in the team management leadership program because um, one of the great things about the team management leadership program is that you meet lots of people in there who are kind of screwed up and trading you off and ain't work and ain't doing stuff right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can imagine that's going to happen. Yeah, and then you're going to learn how to make it work anyhow with them so that you don't have to kill the other 20 million people that's just like them. Mm-hmm. And you can figure yeah. out how to, how, to, how to make that work. So that would be yeah, a big thing I'm going to invite you. Yes, go ahead. There, there was something that you said earlier about, like, there's, like, certain personality types and, like, certain types of people that, like, drag you nuts when they do something. Yes. yes. And there was one that during my access to power, um, I think Donna was explaining that, like, like whiny people. Whiny yes. people, like, drive me up an effing wall. Like, <laughs> get it together. You'll survive. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay, great. So there's 20 differences. There's more than 20 differences, but those 20 differences are based on the first main one. And um, so the number one difference between men and women, you may have even heard this before, but you ain't okay. getting it. I'm almost, okay. I almost haven't gotten it, and I've been dealing with this for at least, uh, at least uh, since 2004. So okay. women need to feel safe and secure. Men need to be successful and feel successful. Okay. See, feeling successful is not good enough for men. He also needs to experience, have the experience of being successful. And okay. Um, so we need to both feel it and be it, because if one is missing, it's like we don't have either. Hmm. So I, I want to spend the next, you know, two, three sessions talking about this in different ways, how it shows up over in this scenario, that scenario, and this scenario, and that scenario. Okay. So, but the number one thing for a man is to feel successful and to be successful. Um, and I feel like that was part of a problem in, not a problem, well, like what point of contention um and we had discussed it but um like I have been very successful in my career and mm-hmm. was basically the bread the breadwinner for uh, yes. like within our relationship and you know before I took a job I actually you know I sat down and I was like so are you okay with the fact you know that I will be making more than you who you know was like you know, like, yeah, I have no problem with that. Like, he used to always joke, like, yeah, you'll be my sugar mama. Um, and then, but he was like, but as long as you, like, let me do my part, like, I'm fine. And so, like, yeah. I look back, and I feel like at times I didn't let him do his part. Got it. Well, you know, independent women don't understand men's need to be successful and feel successful. So no. I'm going to explain to you um, I mean, what, what it looks like for a man to both feel successful and be successful. Okay. So, Super Bowl, guy scores the winning touchdown with less than a minute left. Mm-hmm. He's successful for the rest of his life. He's got that memory. He's got it on video. He actually did it. He remembers what it felt like when he did it. 
what it felt mm-hmm. like when his teammates jumped on him. He's got that memory inside of him forever. Right. Now, the following week is the New York Giants, okay? <laughs> New York Jets. Oh, the Giants. Riding. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, uh, you love the Giants or you, or you don't like I'm it? a Giants fan, yeah. Oh, oh, no wonder we get along. I'm a, man, I'm a Giants fan since 1968. Oh, man. I am so, <sighs> I, I'm so sad to be a Giants fan right now, but I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> me too. Yes, me too. It's, me too. Because they're 2 and tough. 10 right now. Oh, damn. But so the last time they won the Super Bowl, remember? Um, uh, what's this guy? Um, um, the guy who caught the, the football on his helmet to get the first down? Oh, my God. Um. I, I know the play you're talking about, but... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's his moment of success for the rest of his life. He does nothing else. He knows mm-hmm. he could do that. He knows he did that. He's successful. Right. Period. End of story, right? Mm-hmm. So he had the moment of being successful. He did it. And then, going down to Canyon of Heroes with all the ticket tape, he got celebrated and will continue to be celebrated as being successful. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what it's right. like. Everybody will remember that moment. You can't forget that. It's unforgettable. He's in no, history. He's, he's, actually, he's actually immortal. Right, yeah. Really. As long as you're playing because football, they're going to remember that for that game. Right. Because he, right. he, he exists in memory, and that's right. Like, he's part of the legacy of the, Gi- of the Giants' legacy. Right. He lives forever. So he experienced being successful and feeling successful. That's what we need as men. We need to. Do it, and then be able to go back and have it guide us into the next one. We've got to have it. It's not ego. It's not ego. You know because you're in sports. It's not about ego mm-hmm. winning. It's about accomplishment. Mm-mm. Okay. Right? And so for men, being successful is about accomplishment, not I feel ego. Like, so when I, yeah, yeah. I, no, I feel like some of this is, is funny because it sounds like me mm-hmm. yeah, in a way that, like, partly. Because, like, I I still remember my ex. So I still talk about my, like, track days in college and, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. the crazy shit I did and, you know, like, second in the state and blah, blah, blah. Like, that was an accomplishment to me, and I still live in that. And mm-hmm. it's, like, like I, I I just relate to this a lot, personally, yeah. Yeah. as you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to give you a, a heads up right now. Mm-hmm. That uh, sometime during this this session, this uh, three month, three and a half month period here, we will be yeah. uh, talking about different personality types. Okay. Yeah, because I got a secret, and almost nobody has it. Once I'm coaching them, they don't got it. Nobody else got it. Okay. Problems. Personality. Okay. And uh, and I'm clear about your personality type. But when I start talking about it, you're like, oh yeah, that's me. That's what I got. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, so, I always um, like. I've always been like, well, I'm kind of a dude. Yes. In like yes, yes. a lot of ways, but not in all ways, of course. Like yes, I still have right. like the I need you kind of thing. Yes, yes, I got that. Totally got that. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, that's a setup for explaining this the way I got it written down. So I really want to. Okay. Read it. I don't want to. The reason why I like to read some of the stuff that I wrote is I want to make sure I don't leave nothing out. That's the only reason why. Um, yep, I guess so, that. Excuse me. I feel like it's up. All right. So, um, yes, so women need to feel safe and secure. Men need to feel successful and be successful. As a woman, you know you need to feel safe and secure. That safety and security is the main focus of your life. However, okay. what you may not know is that men don't, need, don't, don't know you need to feel safe and secure. 
They don't know you need to feel safe and secure. There's two me. main reasons. There's two main reasons why. Say it again. I thought especially me. No, you got it. <laughs> well, there's, two, there's two main reasons why they don't know that. Okay. So, um, first, they think you need to be made happy since you don't tell men how much you need to feel safe and secure. They interact okay. with you from the standpoint of what do I need to do to make her happy because you use the language of happy and unhappy. Men never realize that being and feeling safe is the only thing that's going to have, make you feel happy. So okay. you'd be like, you know, so women be like, I ain't happy. And so men be able to take you at your word. Oh, she's not happy. What am I going to do to make her happy? So men end up the ones that I got to really go buy her something. <laughs> yeah, I got to do something to make you happy when you be like, you're not listening to me. Well, I am. You just ain't saying the words I need to hear. It's like I need to take. We need to go out to dinner. We need to have a date night. I need to um, buy you something, or I don't know. Like, yeah, I see That's, that. Yeah, right, right. And so what ends up happening is, what you know, what, when women don't say. So I have a program just for men. It's called What mm-hmm. Women Want for Men. What women want for men, but can't tell them. Like y'all can't. It's not like you don't. In your mind, mm-hmm. you can't tell them. Because if you tell him, then you don't know for sure whether he really wants to do it or not. So he needs to come up with it on his own. You don't come up with it on his uh, own, you can't trust that he really wants to do it for you. Well, like, I remember my important. one friend, she, she said yeah. something like, you know, she was upset one day or whatever, and like, she was like, hmm. yeah, you know, Alex didn't buy me flowers. I was like, well, does he know you like flowers? Well, I don't think so. I was like, has he ever bought you flowers before? And she was like, no. I was like, so why would he get you flowers? <laughs> I was like, you literally never told him you like that would make you happy. I was like, oh my gosh. It's exactly you nailed it. That's exactly it. Okay. So, one of the reasons why men love um, sports so much mm-hmm. is because they get a chance to experience being successful. But another, we learn the rules of the game before we start. Daggone it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got to do this to score. We got to score. And these are the ways to score. And these are the things you can't got to do. And these are the things you cannot do. You got rules and regulations. You got to follow rules and regulations. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Do my best. But if we be like going, but when we go with women, it's more like, um, I hope I can figure this out before. And I hope she likes me. And like, we know we're on, we know we're on, uh, what do you call it? Uh, we know we're on an interview. Uh-huh. <laughs> and y'all ain't saying nothing. You need to pass the interview, and you don't know what the interview is. Yeah, and you don't like, know what the question uh, is, right? <laughs> right. Huh? So then when women be like, man, he just talks about himself so much because we don't know what you want to hear. We tell you mm-hmm. what you think. I don't know. Let me try this. Let me try that. It ain't ego. It's like, I hope I can win with her. Let me see. Let me let her know that I know how to win. So I'll tell you things I've done good before, so maybe you believe me and like <laughs> you know, like that. Uh, like, yeah, that's the that. thinking behind that. You can get, you can uh-huh. see it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the reason. That's all. So, yeah, so since women don't say, I need you to make me feel safe and secure, all y'all say is, you know, not you, but y'all. Yeah, I got you. I'm not happy. How am I supposed mm-hmm. to know that? One of the things that a woman, you know, if a woman took the time to just say, listen, a lot of times I don't really know what I want. I don't even know how I feel, but I need you to pay attention to me because if you pay attention to me, you'll start noticing my my life, and then you'll be able to take care of me, and that's what's going to make me happy. You say that to mm-hmm. a guy, and he actually gets it, oh, my God. 
when he starts doing it and you start being happy, he's going to feel like a king because I he knows like, what to do to help you. Yeah. I feel like in combination of, like, not necessarily knowing what I want and the fact that mm-hmm. I make decisions all day, I often just don't want to make mm-hmm. a decision. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay. I do this all day. <laughs> okay. Well, that might be one of the agreements you make with the man of your dreams when you finally get him. Yeah. Or, or he might actually notice that and do it for you. Yeah. You know, who knows? We'll see. You know, you might, if you, if you have to make an agreement, that's fine. If he does it mm-hmm. naturally, that's fine too. Either way. But, you know, you can't leave him to figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? So, but, you know, we worry about that when the time comes. Right. So, so the first thing is that um, using the language of happy versus safe and secure is going to get you nowhere. <laughs> the other reason men don't know women need to feel safe and secure because men don't think about being safe and secure. They're not thinking about their own safety in any way, shape, or form, physically, financially, health-wise, romantically. Nowhere do they think about safety unless it's in a direct confrontation that can result in physical harm or death, such as robberies, military conflict, fires, etc. Even mm-hmm. then, they're more committed to successfully overcoming or navigating the situation than they are about dying or becoming damaged in some way. They may get scared, but their desire for success takes over and drives their actions in every way. Now, there are men who use the word safe and secure. And what they really mean is uh, security, not so much safety. Like, I need to make sure I have enough money. Those guys are like that. They're concerned about risk management rather than I'm not going to be in trouble later. They're thinking about being in trouble later, but it's, it's, it's still inside of the context of success, even if though they're using the language of safety and security. I hear men occasionally use that word, safety and security, and they may be walking around kind of scared. But success, I'm sorry, I ain't buying it. Success is mm-hmm. still the deal for them. And uh, I'll give you an example of what I mean so you can start listening for it in this way powerfully. Uh, I used to sell cars in Jersey City for four years. And uh, while I was in there, they taught me how to present to um, customers about the Honda. They saw Honda, so Honda sold themselves. <laughs> At least then they did. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, what they said was, you got to listen for what is it most important for them about a car. You know, they might say safety. They might say reliability. They might say comfort. They might say, you know, sportiness or whatever, right? Yeah. And then when they say that, you have to ask them, what do you mean by that? Because what will happen is often, as, as often as not, they will say, well, um, um, when I say reliability, I want to make sure that, you know, um, this thing moves as fast as I want it to move, you know, uh, this, everything is working, um, you know, and then you find out that they really look at that performance and uh, reliability as opposed to safety. Okay. And so I'll use the, I'll use the language of um, uh, performance and reliability, but I'll, I'll use the word safety to describe it. Now I'm talking their language. Okay. Yeah. So, so if a man is talking about safety and security, ask him what he means by that, and he will tell you about success <laughs> in mm-hmm. his own way. Yeah. And then you'll be able to be like, okay, let's have a conversation about safety and security, but you've got to be using success in the, in the world for them. Okay. So, um, men feel capable in so many ways. They know they can make, do, or get anything. They have goals, dreams, and aspirations that motivate them into action 
The only thing they're worried about is the consequences of not succeeding. Because men know that if they fail, they're on their own, exiled, abandoned, thrown away. Because of this, they have to succeed. There's no other option. Succeed or die alone. The worst thing I can see is a guy um, who's homeless on the street. That's about that's about the worst place for a man to be. Other yeah. than solitary confinement in jail. Because nobody likes him, trusts him, he's he's a failure and everybody that looks at him. He can feel the vibration, he can feel the mental and emotional intensity of people looking at him like ick, yuck. Like that. Yeah. That's it's like he's walking around and he's taking spears in his chest all day long. And he don't know what to do about it. That's to me. That's about the worst thing that could happen to a guy is that he's he's homeless, um, and he's on the street homeless. Like, not even like yeah. you know I don't have my own place, but no, I'm on the street and I don't know if I'm going to eat tomorrow. And I and I got to beg for money, and for people going to be looking at me like I'm an asshole. Yeah, that's like the worst thing for a guy. So, anyhow, uh, to many women. Men come across as egotistical or childish with their competitive spirit. But what they're really doing is training themselves to be successful. Men can't afford to be weak in any areas of life because that might be the place they fail and get exiled from. If you could imagine substituting safety and security with success, you'd understand most of what it's like to be a man. Yeah. Men are as desperate to be successful as women are at being safe and secure. Every time you belittle a man for wanting to be successful, successful is exactly like a man laughing at you for feeling unsafe and insecure and just as insulting. Yeah. The two mindsets, safety and security, the successes are different at night and day. They're not just ideas on mindsets. They're like operating systems, sort of like a Mac versus a PC. By the way, y'all are the Macs because y'all are fancier. <laughs> we're, we're PCs, we're PCs. And, way, and way more complicated. Yes, 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 definitely. definitely. Yeah, we're, we're PCs. We're simple, you know, right, right. They both eventually accomplish similar things, but go about it in such different ways that you end up needing to learn two different damn languages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is um, the number one reason, number one difference. And by the way, every other difference is um, somehow an expression of that number one difference. Okay. So, um, anything you want to say about that before we move on to difference number two? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can tell you is getting it, but now what, you, what I want you to know is that uh, take consider the possibility, consider uh, the reality, actually. <laughs> You're never really going to get it. You'll be getting right. it. And expanding your vision right. of it. <laughs> right, right, right. Because I'm going to tell you, I still got to be dealing with safety and security with women. Like, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is doing this, making them feel safe or not, you know, looking at it like from that perspective. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I consider, it's, you know, it's like this. You can, you, have the, you can be cured or you can be reformed. So, um, I consider myself a reformed micromanager, but I know I'm still capable of being a micromanager. But I'm reformed. I can't say I, I cure it. Just like people okay. might be, um, you know, alcoholics, they're reformed alcoholics. They're not, they haven't got cured. 
they know that if it's possible for them to not even notice that they got triggered and got caught by the drinking again. So they But they also know it's still a struggle against that. Say say that again? They also know that it's like still a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta be responsible for the fact that they could go there anyway. It's not like right. they're walking around being a victim, but they walk around being awake. And so that's how it is for me with gender differences. Yeah, let me say it again. They don't walk around feeling like a victim, and uh, and, and and they walk around feeling awake. They're not in trouble. They're just being conscious. So yeah. I'm, I walk around as a relationship coach. I'm walking around being conscious that there might be something that a woman's going to say a thing to do that I'm either going to learn or I don't know. <laughs> so I need to be responsible for that. Yeah. Am I interacting with her? You know what I mean? So I figure I think I probably know about seventy to eighty percent of what needs in, what I need to know about women. But since I don't have a vagina and I've never been on a menstrual cycle, I know I'm not gonna get a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? No, hormones <laughs> are real. Like it's it's a real I, thing. I hate I it. It's bullshit. Like oh, it's so annoying sometimes. <laughs> like I'm like legit, like dude, I'm on my rag right now, like I can't I I just I'm not I'm not making a decision right now. It's not gonna be logical. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> so, yeah, I want you to be conscious of the fact that you'll never, ever completely get it, which will have you be getting it amazingly most of the time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the more you're willing to say, listen, I understand it, but I don't understand it perfectly, the more you'll be able to expand your understanding of it and, and your ability to interact effectively. Because yeah, it's, it's like, the whole I don't, thing. It's I don't, this, yeah. Okay. It's like, I don't, it's like, I don't, like, I don't completely get it, but I can relate to it or like, you know, like I can yeah. attempt yeah. to understand it. I'm, yeah. So to give you an example of what I mean by the, the depth of that capacity, um, I recently learned a couple of months ago from one of my, one of my uh, coaching clients who was talking and um, two things um, that she said to me, she's really good at this translating, you know, men and women speak. She's really good at it. Um, mm-hmm. And if I ever get it to get complete with as a coach, then uh, I'm gonna have her coaching with me when I build my business, finish building my business. Anyhow, uh, her name Very is cool. Sophia. She she did she did do team one. Thank God, bless her. Mm-hmm. And um, she uh, we was having a conversation, and she said um, to me that the reason women scream at men, emotionally vomit all over men, is because we're big and strong and we should be able to take it. Huh. I was like, what? <laughs> Like, yo, he's big enough. He can handle shit. Let me And then they wonder right? why guys be like, oh, I ain't talking to your ass no more. Mm-hmm. Now, she wasn't speaking so much for her. She was speaking for women in general. And I trust yeah. her because she's been, I've been working with her for years. You know what I mean? So I know she's, you know, it was an insight that she shared with me that she didn't even realize was an insight. Messed me up for weeks after that was like, <laughs> y'all serious? <laughs> so that's how I know I'll never, I'll never get it fully. Right. And so it makes me open to that stuff. So I'm saying to be that way when it comes to dealing with men and understanding men. Um, it's just always something to learn. I mean. Yes. Yeah. You can't, you so, can't just like sit there and say you got everything because there's, right. there's always something right. to learn. Right. And then the other thing is, how come he's not like me is going to keep you from getting those kind of insights? 
Oh, he's different from me. Hmm, I'm like this. He's like that. How can he's like that? And, and, and why is it good? You know, that's another part of the question to ask. Because if God made people like this, men like this, then why would God do that? It must be, he must have thought it was a good idea, even if I don't get it. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, he, he created the solar system, created grass, created the moon. I'm like, hmm. you know, and the moon, and male, human males are not as big as the moon or, or, or Jupiter, so he really must know what he's doing. So let me, let me figure that out. I mean, like, with that mindset, with that context, it'd be easier for you to, like, get along with guys and, and see the greatness in them. Right. So I mean, I actually so, get along better with guys than I do women. Ah. God bless you. Um, and you have my condolences. No. It comes to the women part. But, so, um, yeah. Women just confuse me sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Women just confuse, period. Yeah, okay. I get that. <laughs> yeah, they confuse, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyhow, so I'm going to go into uh, pro- um, difference number two. I'll probably be able to do number two and maybe number three, but uh, after then, we're, we're done for today because okay. I really wanted you to get the distinctions, like the, the, the foundation of this, which is men need to feel successful and be successful, women need to feel safe and feel secure. Okay. You know? uh, so anyhow, okay, great. So number two, women are emotional. You surprised? Nope. No, you're not surprised. I got that. Yeah, women are emotional. Men are rational. <laughs> women are emotional, and their emotions make them do things. Men are almost as emotional as women are, but their emotions don't make them do things in the same kind of way. It makes mm-hmm. making sense. Making sense drives their actions. That's because men focus on producing results since they want to be successful. And they're not going to willingly take actions that are a waste of time unless they don't want to do it. Something. Then they'll do something a waste of time. Okay. So men use their emotions to um, produce results rather than to feel. So, for example, if a man is feeling a certain way and his woman wants to walk over and talk to him about how to make him feel better, that's really not going to work. Would you like to know why? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The reason is because talking ain't going to make him feel better. Only producing the results is going to make him feel better. Talking about not scoring a touchdown is not going to make him feel good about not scoring a touchdown. The only thing that's going to make him feel better is, is going and scoring the damn touchdown. Right, and it's just going to reiterate that he didn't score the touchdown. Exactly. You just reminded him of that he failed. Yep. <laughs> and... And oh, by no, the way, you no, weren't, no, no, no. weren't successful. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll feel better about the fact that you didn't be successful. Come on, share your feelings. Yeah, yeah. What does it feel like to not be successful? Come on, pour it on me. No. That's so funny. That, like, definitely happened with my ex and I because I, uh, I would always be like, oh, well, like, do you want to talk about it? He's like, no. And, like, no, we don't. at times, like, he would talk about it because he knew I wanted to talk about it. And then he like would be like, he, he's like, you know, like I don't feel better after talking about this, right? I was like, right. really? <laughs> <laughs> really, it doesn't. Really? That's because he didn't, he still didn't get the results. The only thing that matters is the results. 
You know, you're about to drown. You want to talk about the drowning? No, I don't want to drown. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about you about the. What's it feel like to be about to drown? You know, you you feel better after you talk about it, getting it out of your system. Well, uh, probably not because I won't be around to tell you that I got it out of my system because I'll be done drown. So, um, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but see, there's another part to this. So, by you know, boys could be as emotional as they want for the most part. So, the maximum age I think the cap is seven years old. And at seven years old, or sooner, between five and seven, mm-hmm. boys start to learn that they actually do have big boy pants, and they need to be wearing them around around everybody. So you can't be mm-hmm. acting like a little girl. And uh, yep. so man up, put your big boy pants on, stop crying, stop being girly, man, and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So we don't have – so we end up not learning how to deal with our emotions. We don't learn how to have the facility for – communicating our emotions. And mm-hmm. so we don't have the language or the practice in being effective with our emotions. Okay. And we're only allowed to express four emotions, but most men only know about three of them. I have a question. So we're all, yes. Yes. Is there any difference in this for men that grew up around like women, like a lot of sisters versus, you know, like brothers? Not necessarily. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you, the four emotions that men are allowed to express without okay. getting in trouble. So they're allowed to be angry. Yep. Not going to make them look any weaker. They're allowed to be happy, laughing, fun, happy. Um, they're allowed to have a poker face. I ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they're allowed to be charming. Yep. Smooth, charming, right? Mm-hmm. Now, most men don't know the charming part. <laughs> what does it do? <laughs> it works. It, it makes stuff for all the other guys that don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yeah. The um, yeah the uh, the players players know how to use all four of those. Mm-hmm. And and so they, they they start out with charm, you know, and bring humor, happy, haha, funny, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, later on they'll get angry, and you know we, we're allowed to be angry, and y'all let us be angry. Right, and then later on, you know, we don't want to tell you nothing. We put on the poker face. You can't tell what's going on. And then, you know, later on, we're happy again, and we're happy with you. And you know, we start smooth charming. And like that's the process. That's how the players use. Everybody mm-hmm. else don't know charm. Everybody else don't know charm. And so, um, they be like hoping and, and wondering why the relationship ain't working, and why their woman is beating them up and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, those are the only ones that we're allowed to use out front. Everything else. We either got to have a couple of male friends that we can express our feelings with for real or go to our man cave and do it on our own. Okay. We can't cry. As a matter of fact, if a guy cries more than twice in, the, in, in two years with his woman, more than twice in two years, then she's going to wonder if he's strong enough. She's going to be looking at him yeah. like a girly man. Just, it just does. I mean, I'm not going to say every single woman on the planet, but fundamentally speaking... <laughs> A man starts crying, or a man starts, you know, complaining, or a man starts doing anything other than be strong, or funny, right. or, or happy, or sexy. Any of those, he's not doing any of those things. She's wondering if he's strong enough. He's man enough. Just put the big blue <laughs> pants up. Right, but in the meantime, y'all can express yourself any way you want. Mm-hmm. You're going to be confused, 
shocked, angry, you know, uh, begging, um, uh, manipulative, sexy, argumentative, uh, um, um, uh, checked out. You can do all those in, in like a two or three minute time period. And we'd be like, oh, okay, uh, just try to keep up. <laughs> or just like, this is crazy. Yeah, but it doesn't make you any less of a woman. <laughs> okay. It just makes you woman. But if we do any, <laughs> just say it, yeah, say it again. I said it just makes you woman. <laughs> yeah, it makes you more of a woman, if anything. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh, over right? that way. Yeah. You know, and so, and so, um, we can't act like y'all act. Because if we did, you'd be thinking we're being you and y'all want a manly man. Y'all don't want a girly man. If we mm-hmm. do that, then, what, then what's happening? What's end up happening? We get to the friend zone. Mm. That's the best we could be is in the friend zone if we ain't, if we anything other than those four things. Okay. And we don't know it that way, but we know it instinctively. And so we 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 ain't showing you that we're weak or we're failing. We can't we can't afford it. We'll be exiled, and we'll be in the friend zone. We ain't never gonna get no sex like that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a pickup water secret. Ready? Okay. The only way um, uh, until a woman actually is willing to have sex with a guy, he's mm-hmm. in the friend zone, and there ain't no possibility of a real relationship. Okay. That's why that's why they want to have sex with her because if she has sex with him and she likes it, now she's going to be considering him boyfriend material. But not before in the friend then, zone. He's just right. He can't be in the friend zone if the sex she wants to have sex with him. But he can be friendly and nice and all that stuff. And she's like, I don't think so. You're such a good friend. Mm-hmm. Guys want to cry when they hear that. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why it's like the guys in the pickup artist community get trained in how long going how to learn how to get sex. Because if y'all don't give us no sex, we in the friend zone. Then that's it. Hmm. Until until we until then. But then you're like, Oh, okay, you know, he's a real guy and I can maybe have a real relationship with him and all of a sudden you see his potential and all that good stuff. So um that's a that's a tip that, you know there you go. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, women are driven by emotions and most of the things you have to deal with in life, which is communication, family, romance, friendships, child rearing, home life. If a woman isn't emotional about something, it's almost never a good thing. Emotions drive decision making, lifestyle choices, and even what you spend time on. It doesn't drive hmm. everything, but it's a major factor in a woman's life. You, you tend to agree with that, right? Yeah. Hmm. On the other hand, emotions for men are mainly motivational in its design and purpose. Men decide, or, ma- or more accurately, rationalize, make sense of, or try to make sound judgments on what to do. They actually pride themselves on their ability to do things regardless of how they feel. That's a very high achievement for almost all men. That's how men are able to go through military um, assignments, how to be a police officer, how to be a cop how to be a, a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a army guy is because, yeah, I'm scared like a motherfucker, but I'm still going to fucking do this because uh, I'm yeah, married, I'm tough, I'm going to do this, right? It's like the, the, the results are more important. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the intensity 
of um, the intention of how do I call it? Um, uh, the intention to produce results is more important than even living at a certain point for men. Yeah. And so that's why when men say, "Yeah, it's just they're worried about safety and security," I got to question that. Even the guys that use the words, they mean they mean more. They they don't mean safety. They mean security. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the only way they're gonna feel successful is if they have a life that's secure. So even if they're talking about success, or even if they're talking about security, financial security, for them, that's success. So, yeah, yeah, I hear you guys, but yeah, all right. Ugh, next. So uh, <laughs> because, because men live to be successful, everything they do, think, say, desire, or are responsible for is fueled by their vision of what it will feel like and look like when they accomplish their goals. Men are always looking at the results they want. They only okay. care about successfully achieving their desired results. Everything else is extra. When it comes to emotions, the only emotions they thirst for, they'll feel other stuff, but the one they want is the thrilling heart palpitations of success. Everything else either helps them be successful or keeps them from being successful. So, for example, when you express your love for them to them, they feel successful with you because they're extremely clear that you don't want to spend one second with them. If you didn't look uh-huh. up to them, like them alone. And that drives actually players, really, because they're like, well, she likes me, ha-ha, I'm successful. Unless they're actually connected to you, then they love you and they feel successful. But a lot of times yeah. players are players because you're validating them as a man. That's the biggest game in life they got to play. Yeah. So, uh, and I cover that part more in, um, I don't use the word player, but I cover that in qualifying in the book. So, um, anyhow, so the bottom line for this one is that men use their brain to decide what to do rather than their emotions, whereas women are led by your emotions in, in basically every area of life. Maybe not every second of every minute of every day, but your emotions say make you go that way, which is great. And by the way, I want to put this in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you ladies uh, are the reason that relationships are successful with human beings because we're not connected to our emotions, but without emotions, the relationships that we have just not there. Like, I, I've been I've been around uh, coaching homosexuals a little bit, not a lot. I okay. can't really talk their language, and but I but I know enough about them to know that they have some interesting things going on. And um, one of the interesting things about them is that I, I learned from a couple of them that the average male homosexual at around age forty, by the time they're forty, the average homosexual man has had sex with at least a thousand different men. Wow. Yeah, I was very successful. That's terrifying. Ain't gonna know exactly. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because they don't have the emotional connection. So the first thing that happens is things that don't work out. All right, fine. It was fun. I'm going to the next one. There's no emotional connection for them. It's rare for them to have an emotional connection. But it's not because they're homosexual. It's because they're male. Mm. And they're dealing with somebody else who don't have emotional connections. Hell, half the time, they've been growing up 
they've been hiding their emotions altogether, not just the angry ones. They've been hiding mm-hmm. all of them because they're hiding the fact that they're homo. Yeah. They get real good. They get real good at hiding it and dealing with, you know, conflict of interest and stuff like that. So they ain't trying to. They ain't trying to. <laughs> I mean, there's more reasons than that, but, but that's a big reason why. So that fact is you say, listen, I need to feel this first. Mm-hmm. Makes us get connected to that. And y'all save humanity with your emotional expression. I really need you to know that. Because mm-hmm. we don't got it like that. Yeah. We'll do all that stuff for you, but y'all make, it, y'all make the feelings come alive. Y'all make the, y'all make the emotions, and the emotions make the relationship. Mm-hmm. you're actually in charge of the relationship, no matter how much he does or how much he leads or how much he takes the front, the front stuff. You can leave from the back. <laughs> you know, because the emotions is what's driving us. The emotions is what keeps us committed. The emotions is what has us open up and be there for you. The emotion mm-hmm. that you give us makes us feel more successful than any accomplishment we could accomplish anyhow. So give yourself permission to express and master your emotions and then take care of his emotions because that's what he needs most, and I'm going to talk more about it. Y'all save relationships with your emotions. Really. So, um, yeah, okay. No, I was just saying that was uh, enlightening. You was doing what? I didn't. I'm just the last word. Sorry, my headphones are being weird. Um, it was that was. I thought that was enlightening. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Women get mad at men for not understanding emotions or not being emotional. But y'all, the leaders in the emotions department. Mhm. So don't get mad at us for not being like y'all. Mhm. <laughs> I don't like emotions, emotions because... and I hate having emotions. Because <laughs> uh, you don't understand the power of them. When you no. do, you go, like, oh, 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 yeah. God, I hate emotions. Well, I also had two older brothers that made fun of me, you know, if I cried or if I got upset about something little. So, like, mm-hmm. that has carried over. But I feel like since Landmark, I don't think I've ever cried more in my life. I mean, I still control them. <laughs> more okay. than most. Um, mm. But I don't know. Yeah, like you said, like, I don't understand the power of them. I just don't, I don't understand them in general. Like, I'll be like, I'm upset right now. And I don't even know why I'm upset. This is bullshit. Like, I don't want to be upset mm. right now. I got shit to do. Or like, yeah, yeah I just, I don't, yeah. I don't get the purpose of them. Well, that's right. I'll support you around it another time. Um, yeah, it's interesting you would say that because, um, uh, I, my friend Sophia, you know, she asked me a question in one of our gender difference conversations. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I mean, I told her about how difficult it is for men to connect to their emotions. And she said, so how yeah. come it's so easy for you to connect to your emotions? <laughs> and as soon as she said that, I started to cry because I realized why. I was blessed. And how come I was blessed was because my mother never tried to manage my emotions ever. Huh. She never tried to manage my emotions. She let me go wherever I was going. However I went there, <clears throat> I was safe and secure when it came to dealing with my emotions. Hmm. And so, yeah, I didn't know that until she asked me that. She only asked me that earlier this year. 
I learned it in 2017. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, like my mom is very emotional, and, like, she Mm -hmm. never, like, asked us to mask them, but, like, I mean, I I guess, I mean, in growing up, like, I always looked up to my brothers, and the fact that they, you know, they were being taught, you know, suck it up and that kind of stuff, like, I read that also, and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to suck it up, too, because otherwise they're going to make fun of me. Yeah. You're the youngest? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have my condolences. <sighs> <laughs> Not always easy. Yeah, People so, think they're like, oh, you were so spoiled. And I'm like, do you realize how hard I worked? <laughs> yeah, no, not, not in that house. No. Yeah, right? <laughs> not, oh my God. To, like, how hard I worked to, because I learned from you not what not to do. So it seemed right. like I was, you know, getting spoiled. But like, no, I learned real quick. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. All right. So um, the last thing I want to do right now, I'm going to see how fast I can get through. I'm going to do like, give another five minutes, maybe 10, but, you know, I'm going to end it kind of quick. Is uh, okay. number three. So we talked about men, uh, men uh, um, uh, need to feel successful and be successful, and women need to feel mm-hmm. safe and secure. That's number one. Number two, uh, women are emotional, men are rational. Uh, number three, you already know this one too, which is uh, women are multitaskers. Men are single. Oh my God. I was cooking dinner while we were on the phone. Yes. (laughs) I'm sure you heard some clanging. I did. I did. I did. I did. Yeah, so I have some chicken, broccoli, carrots, and sweet potatoes ready. Excellent. I'm very happy for you. (laughs) Very happy for you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Beautiful. Women yeah. are directed by their environment, which tells them what to pay attention to and what there is to do. The environment calls y'all. So women can see an entire room at once without turning their heads. <laughs> they find that their environments keep them busy. <laughs> the combination mm-hmm. of those two aspects, uh, your vision and, and, and uh, your, what grabs your attention, causes, mm-hmm. causes a reaction that can best be described as multitasking. As they mm-hmm. take on one thing, something else catches their attention before they complete one thing. And it's like ADD. The next thing. Oh, man. Oh, it's so bad. Women can cook, take care of three kids, speak on the phone with their best friend, and watch TV all the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This was the first thing that I learned about the different how women are that shocked the shit out of me. And I literally shocked the shit. It was the first thing because I did not notice that before. So in two thousand and five, two thousand four I think, um I did the program two thousand five. Okay. I did a program called uh, um in sync no understanding women, unlocking the mystery. That's the name of it. It was with mm-hmm. a company called Pax Programs, but God bless them. Oh my God! It was co. It was the first co-ed course for have men in it because it was mainly uh, programs for women only. And they talked okay. about how women's brains are designed, and they, they talked about the multitasking. And they, she said, the only way. So first of all, she talked about how a woman would be in a room, in the living room, clean to clean, and she would like look at the, the coffee table right here, but in the corner of her eye, you know, at the, uh, the, the 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 end table, before she could finish on the coffee table, she'd go over to the end table. You know, the oh end my table. God. 
And then before then, before she could finish what was on the end table, then she'd see something, you know, by the door, then she had to go handle the door, right? And then all of a sudden, in the corner of her eye, on top of the TV, and then she's spinning around. I'm like, I'm like, so I remember asking, I raising my hand. I was annoyed when I heard that. I was like, so how do y'all get anything done? All the women in the room It's exhausting. Oh, my God. That is, that is like, so true. They laughed at me for asking. They laughed at me for asking this. And so what she said was, well, what we end up doing, Tony, is um, we end up uh, keep circling around until it's all done. (laughs) What? Yeah. Really really nice. So then. (laughs) Like, I'm a Virgo. Like, and I I have a lot of, like, Virgo traits. But, like, I literally have lists. I have lists because otherwise my brain will not stop. So I have lists of like to do grocery, um, and then like I I won't stop circling until it's off my list, and then oh Jesus! So now, so now it gets worse. Here's the worst part. Later mm-hmm. on that day, because I did it with my I did, was doing it with my second wife, right? My, 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 who we were great friends. I actually coached her through three of my relationship programs. So when your ex wants you to coach them around relationships, that's really saying something. You know what I'm saying? Oh God, yes. <laughs> So after after doing that workshop, we was living in Brooklyn. She tra- you know, we, we leave the house, we leave the place. It was um, by Grand Central Station, and uh, her son's birthday was the next day, right? Mm-hmm. right. And so um, we needed to get a cake. So Allison had said, when you deal with your woman, she's all over the place. Touch her. Your hand will be the strongest, brightest, biggest thing in the room. So touch her, and then that'll help her do what she's doing, right? So we went into, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, how familiar you are with Grand Central Station um, in New Not York. Not really, but, but I, uh, I've been there but, like once, maybe. Yeah, it's a lot like um, uh, uh, Penn Station uh, in Philly, Philadelphia. Okay. But yeah. it's a lot bigger. It's a couple levels deep, and it's got stores on multiple levels, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, coming into it, there was this big, you know, grocery store, not grocery, bakery and um, we went in to go get a cake and then get on the subway. So she went in there, and then she, she made a left to the first counter that had nothing to do with that. I think it was just cookies. I said, no, cake. Put my hands on her shoulder. Cake. And she said, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I took my hand off, and then to the right, she saw muffins. And so she's only looking at the muffins. No, no, cake. Put my hand on the shoulder again, right? She went back and left and right to five different counters before we got to the cake counter. I was laughing my ass off. And so was she, because oh she couldn't stop. We just had the conversation. She couldn't stop, and I'm watching it on the court. Oh, man, that, that, that made my whole week after that one. I laughed oh, my butt off. She couldn't stop, and she knew it. I'm putting my hand on there. It was like trying to get a dog to stop chasing the ball. You just couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I just picture, I picture that in general, like, like guys, typically, unless you have like a list and you're going in, getting the items, going out, they are not yeah. going shopping with their woman. No, no. But I've learned, and you can teach your guy how to t- how to shop with you. I'm gonna teach you how to. So I'll tell you what you need to do. You ready? Wait. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Great. So you you have him go in the store, and he stands in a central location. Mm-hmm. And then you move around, and he keeps his eye on you as you're moving around. Until you call him. And then he walks over to that place. Y'all have your discussion. 
And then when you finish having a discussion, he goes back to that central location. You can walk all around that damn store as long as he can see his eyes on you. That yes, works. <laughs> and then he, he can just keep part there and bring, bring stuff to him. Yeah. Yeah, for the guys that's impatient to even do that, to make him sit outside. But in the meantime, you let him stand in a special location, and you walk around, and, like, you're the moon around him being the sun. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's watching you, so you feel like, oh, he's paying attention to me. Okay, that's good, that's good. Oh, it, it almost feels like he's with you, but he's, you know, you're giving him the space to, like, not be driven crazy. Because this is what it's like. Right. But you've played basketball, I'm sure, right? Uh, when so, I was younger. Imagine, all right, so imagine playing basketball, but you never get a chance to shoot. All you do is play defense and throw the ball in. Oh, that's annoying. That ain't playing basketball. That's horrible, right? That's what right? it's like for a guy. That's what it's like for a guy to go shopping with a woman. He got to continuously be playing defense, but he's never going to shoot. <laughs> 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 We're doing all of this stuff, but you're doing all the shopping. You're having all the fun, damn it. And when we shop, by the way, We'd be like, I need some shoes. So we come in there looking for the shoes. We see the coats, but they're not shoes. We see the suits, but they're not shoes. We mm-hmm. see the ties. Oh, nice, but they're not shoes. And then we go over to the shoes. And then we, after we get the shoes, we walk past the ties and the suits and the shirts. And then uh, we go out because we're happy we got our shoes. And that's it. <laughs> I, say, I say, oh, coats? Oh, I need a coat. Or, right. Oh, like. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Right. It is like so, hard to just be like, no, don't go there. <laughs> oh, I, I, I totally. Oh, they're on sale. What? Shit. Right. In right. trouble. <laughs> oh my god. So yes. Um. So anyhow, one of the things that pisses off women around this is uh, let's shorten this up in, in a couple of seconds. I'll probably review this just so I can read through the whole thing. But then uh, next time we talk, uh, unless there's some other issue, we'll, we'll go and do some other stuff here. But uh, so yeah, so y'all have a hard time focusing on anything, but men don't mm-hmm. have an issue with that. In fact, that's that's one of the biggest differences between you and us because you know we've been looking at we're so focused, we're so focused. We should be watching a television show. And not see the plate of food on the floor in front of it. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. Right. Like, it's like oh. we're, we're, we're listen. It's like we're looking through a telescope, but, we, but the telescope is only focused on the TV. We can't see above the TV, below the TV, or left to the right of the TV. Just the TV until we twist our heads or we wake up and say, "Oh, I should pay attention to something else." Yeah. Oh so, my God, that's so true. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So women often find themselves saying, "How come he? How can he not have seen that on the floor? How can he keep trying to fix these when I just need him to listen? How many times is he going to get one tool from the shed when he can get all the tools he needs at the same time?" Oh my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> that's oh my God. Single focus. We single focus. I'm just saying. That's crazy. <laughs> so. It's not that men want to be that way. No. It's because that's how they are. But it's hunter's vision. Uh-huh. Because when we were back in the days when there was no buildings and no electricity and there's none of that stuff, you did the huts and, you know, try to avoid being killed by the lion. Yeah. We guys needed to go out and get a deer or a buffalo. But we couldn't say to the buffalo, excuse me, when you get 
over by the front of that rock, let me know because I'm going to kill you and then take you home and eat you. You can't say mm-hmm. that. No. Right? So we got to pay attention, and we can only be paying attention to the one thing, that damn buffalo, what that buffalo is doing. So we end up using hunter's vision in order to accomplish stuff. We need to understand mm-hmm. distance, speed, you know, comfortability, uh, you know, workability. We need to be able to do all of that stuff because if we didn't know how to do that, we would not survive as a species. And so, um, yeah, we need to have single focus hunter's vision, uh, but we're never going to get rid of hunter's vision. So it's like looking at new ways to use it. But um, and that's why standing in front of a, standing in the middle of a store and watching you run around all the far on the store, as long as he can see you, you're in his eyesight, line of vision, uh, mm-hmm. works for him if he's willing to do that in the first place. Otherwise, honey, just stay in the car or stay in, in, the, in the hallway mm-hmm. sit on the bench and, and uh, I'll come back out when I'm done or something like that, you know what I mean? That is so, um, the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know when I'm done. I'll call, I'll call you. No problems, right? Because you got to respect the fact that He's only going to be focused on one thing at a time. He just that's how he right. he's looking at the bro, he's looking at the brochure. He didn't notice that his wallet dropped. You know, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so, well, those are the first three differences between them. Hello? Yes. I have no idea why that happened, but uh, I just had to plug it in. And, all right, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, it was about to wrap okay. up anyhow, but um, okay. it's just that's not how we, that's not how I end calls. Like, the hell out of here with that, you know? <laughs> like, yo, Yeah, forget that. So, all right, so anyhow, that's, uh, that's it. That's, um, you know, what's going on and um, what else do I want to say? Um, that's the first three of the of the of the twenty differences. It won't take quite as long as last, the next time, but again, it might, it might because you know you might pull stuff out of me. Your listening is going to dictate a lot of what I say. Okay. And um, you know we got plenty of time, and I'll be happy to you know work with you on uh, whatever is important to you. And if we don't have that, then we, you know we'll do this. So I'll, I'll hear something and I'll say, okay, no, we should do that instead. So just let you know, I, I got a thousand different sources to come up with and take care of you but uh, i think right now you actually got a much better understanding of men than you did before um yeah i'm also going to let you know that uh, i'm going to uh upload this on dropbox either late tonight or tomorrow i usually got to give them at least an hour to two hours for uh talk to to like settle the recording so i'll uh, probably be in the morning but uh, i'll send you a dropbox a folder invite it'll be yours uh just recordings like that and, and so that's it so anything you want to say in closing um you know about the session? Or? No, um, I definitely I did learn a lot. I was literally just relating like one of your when you were talking about like pickup lines and like yeah. the whole like 
safety security thing with guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I literally was at a bar on Friday night and I was talking to a few of my girlfriends and the guy came over and his like opening line was like, Hey, my friends are surgeons. Do you want to get your drinks paid for? And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, I mean, I was kind of a little offended because I was like, what makes you think one that I want you to buy my drinks and two that I can't pay for my own. And like, what? So like, I mean, it did not work, but like, I think I just, I, I totally saw that in it. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. He was trying to find how he could, how he could be successful with you. Mm-hmm. That was and, not uh, it. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> that was not it. Ouch. <sighs> well, I could teach you how to help pick up artists if you ever want to, but it's probably not going to be necessary. <laughs> uh, but, but if you ever need, I can I can help you help them. Um, okay. Because uh, uh, yeah, I was blessed by being trained in, um, between um, sixteen and twenty one. I was trained by at least two different um, pickup artists um, for extended periods of time. So I did not mm-hmm. even know that at the time, and there was no such thing as pickup artists as a terminology back then. But, right. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I I learned that stuff early on, and then when I finally started studying astrology, oh, it was a wrap. <laughs> oh, okay. I did oh, I did astrology for seven years. Uh, I'm a Libra. Yeah. Uh, and you should not be surprised that I'm a Libra, damn it, because uh, Libras are the smooth ones, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they the. And I'm a Virgo, and you should not be surprised that I'm a Virgo. <laughs> no, I am not. I heard all that. I got the whole world of details and specifics, and uh, yeah, right, totally got it. <laughs> List organization. Yep, love it. Not confronting Work. emotions. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Excellence and perfection, and got it. Totally. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yep, it's a thing. It really is. Yeah, I got it. I love it. I love it. All right, so um, I know somebody's supposed to be calling me any minute, and so I'm going to go handle that. But uh, it's been a pleasure. If you, if you need to talk to me in between now and the next time, you want to make this like a regular call time? or you, um, uh, We can you try know. to make it a regular call time. I know I'll have, well, not until the new year, um, but yeah. I have volleyball games on Monday sometimes. So okay. we, we can make this like our, our schedule call and then like maybe reschedule if I can't do it that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'm I'm pretty flexible, so uh, okay. I just want to make sure I get you in. I don't want to miss. I don't want you to miss out on none of this, and, um, and I especially want to spend time with you uh, the week before you go to uh, the team weekend. Okay. Yeah, so I definitely want to support you around that. Uh, I'm going to give you a heads up. Um, the first quarter, your first quarter on team. Yeah. You're never you're never going to figure out all of team TMLP in your first quarter. You're just not. It's just too much. Right. So letting you know that you're gonna be like, huh? What do you mean? And how's that? And how come? And how? And what? And why? And you just you're gonna be asking yourself that the whole quarter. And is nobody gonna be able to help you because you're gonna need the whole quarter to go through it for you to see it. So I'm just telling mm-hmm. you now, you don't drive yourself crazy. All right. You don't know because it's not possible to know it all in one quarter. <laughs> right. I mean, that makes sense. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So I'm giving you that as a heads up now, so you be prepared. And uh, and that's it. So, all right. all right, it's been a pleasure, Katie. Really, I was just loving this. And uh, anytime you get bored, you should open up my uh, manuscript on qualifying men because, um, one actually, of the things you're gonna learn, yeah, I'm actually really excited this weekend. I don't, 
oh my god, I'm, I don't want to jinx it, but like I don't have plans, and so I can actually mm. like sit down and relax and read something. So good, good. So I think I think it's either chapter one or chapter two. I think it's chapter two where I talk about how to see behind a man's mask, how to, how to get him to tell on himself. Mhm. So you'll have fun with that. All right. Sounds good. All right, hon. Talk to you later. If you need me, call me or text me. Otherwise, talk to you later. All right. Great. Thanks, Tony. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.